0: Welcome to I've Had It, I'm Mike Boyd. Scolds and soy boys are all they've got. The left is now a bunch of easily offended, intolerant and effete elites, mostly white, full of rage and increasingly desperate. Clarence Thomas was just one of five members of the Supreme Court who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. In fact, it was Justice Samuel Alito who wrote the 78 page opinion Essentially sending the matter back to the states. But nearly all of the rage vented after the vote was against Thomas, and almost all of it exhibited some of the most unfiltered, bigoted screeds seen and heard in decades. The number of leftists calling out Thomas as a house inward is stunning. Terms like Uncle Clarence and uppity inward, because he's married to a white woman are now tossed around Twitter by allegedly enlightened thinkers who feel entitled to speak about Thomas that way because their cause is so righteous. With absolute certainty, they would have tried to cancel a political opponent opponent who would utter those same words about a political ally just weeks ago. And by the way, Twitter, always fair and balanced, had the phrase Uncle Clarence trending for much of the day recently. They must apparently think that it's okay because Thomas is not a Democrat. He's departed the plantation, so he's really not black. The grandson of a Savannah sharecropper who never saw indoor plumbing until his teens now is incurring the slurs and arrows of a new type of American, one who is so filled with rage and hate for those whose worldviews differ from theirs that they defy usual social norms when trying to call them out. And nearly all are white men and women between 25 and 40. Think Google employee. Part of the same gang birthing people are proudly going on social media proclaiming that they will be sending their period blood via UPS to Supreme Court justices who voted to dump Roe v. Wade. The lack of awareness, logic, and perspective exhibited by these malcontents is breathtaking. There are no more limits. Anything goes. The the participation awarded coddled, pampered snowflakes have grown into adult agitators that now make up the Democrat base. One of the most predictable rants sowed by Democrats after they lose a fight is they try to delegitimize the institution rather than rally up votes through reason, logic, and conviction. The Electoral College is a regular target. Republicans know there are no votes for them in urban areas and blue states, so they don't spend a dime in those locales. Instead, they pursue voter-rich states and fly over America. Winning the popular vote is not an objective, not in the least, but the left can't get past it. The last two Republican presidents were chosen without winning the popular vote. Hillary Clinton's personal soy boy, Ben Rhodes, is promoting the notion that the Supreme Court is illegitimate because Republican presidents, G.W. Bush and Trump, packed the court legally with conservatives after winning their elections without getting 50% of the popular vote. Rhodes is advocating adding members to compensate for that wrong, at the very least, term limits for court members. The other institution on the left cites is guns. The tone-deaf mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, went in a rant about how guns were responsible for the wave of school shootings, saying we need to ban them. What she failed to say was that, there was that there were many more young children killed by stray bullets in poorly policed urban areas each year, like Chicago, than the number of those killed at Columbine, Parkland, and Ovaldi combined. The strictest gun control measures would not keep one of those urban killers from getting their gun. In fact, gun control advocates are keeping law-abiding urban dwellers from defending themselves, another egregious form of left-leaning bigotry. And of course, the one-time sacrosanct sanctuary of the local school has been turned into an unsafe place because of freaks and charlatans. The tranny twerking in front of school aged children, the anti-racist brainwashing in public schools, and right-speak in colleges, have compelled more traditional parents to look for alternatives to current educational institutions. Some politicians are listening. Arizona was the first state to pass a bill allowing each parent $7,000 a year to spend on their school-aged child on the school of their choice, whether it be public, private, or religious. Woke schools will soon have to get back to basics or close. It's too early to say if overturning Roe v. Wade or the outrage over Uvalde, or the tyranny twerking will help either party's cause. Some say the all-out assault on American institutions will invigorate Democrats who are woefully behind in nearly every poll. If that's the case, they have a long way to go. An NPR poll, of all places, recently reported that if primary voting can be used as an indicator of voter enthusiasm, Republicans are up 20% from the same time four years ago during the last midterm cycle. Gas prices, inflation, DEI, and ESG are quickly souring Americans' view of their world. They feel things are spinning out of control, and they know they don't have long to dismantle the powers behind it. Recent court victories regarding concealed carries in New York and Roe v. Wade may incentivize the GOP to keep the momentum and vote in the upcoming midterm election. As of this writing, the Real Clear Politics poll, only 36% of respondents think President Biden is doing a good job, his lowest yet of his presidency. Often the president's number is an indicator of Senate and con- congressional races. For Biden's opponents, Election Day can't come soon enough. Thanks for reading. I've had it. Subscribe for free to receive new posts and support my work. Have a great day.